Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Healthy Essentials podcast. I'm Lindsay Mustard, your host, holistic nutritionist, and essential oil lover. I am on my way, well, I'm driving back to Ottawa right now, but I'm going over the top of Toronto, and I thought that since I chose the worst time to cross over the top of Canada's second, I think, second busiest city, that it would be a great time to record some podcast episodes. So yes, I might look like a total weirdo, either talking to myself in the car, um, or it just looks like I'm on the phone with someone. Either or, we are recording, and I wanted to kind of delve off of the the rails of what I what topics I normally cover. And I apologize if you hear any like signal changes or a little bit of gravel in the background, but I figured it was important for me to record the episode regardless of whether I was in my cozy basement apartment with tucked up by my megaphone or whether I was sitting on the top of the highway stuck in a stalemate of traffic. But we are actually talking about getting out of the funk. And I wanted to title this episode, What the Funk, because I have these every single month and I wanted to share some of the tips and the tools that I use to overcome them and why they're sometimes caused. So without further ado, let's talk about all the funkiness that goes on behind the scenes and maybe a funk that you might be in and some tools that can help you get out of it. So first off, what the funk? Uh, I typically find that after I've had a week at school or I've spent a ton of time in Kitchener with my parents, uh, for those of you who don't know, I, I live between a couple different cities and transitioning is a little bit hard for me because I love seeing everyone that I'm with at home and then I get super attached and I love spending time with them and then I get pulled back and I go into a different city and then I see all my friends and my family again and I fall in love and then I get pulled back again and it's just kind of this... I feel almost like a bouncy ball being like doo -doo, and being bounced against the floor and the wall and then back to the receiver and then just goes in that cycle. So I sometimes have these funks of where I'm just in a really sour mood and it's not that I'm mad at anyone. It's not that I'm upset. It's just, I can't describe it. It's, it's almost like, you know, you need some time alone and you're, you're sad and you're missing people, but even though you're around other people that you love. So it's really weird in that sense, but that's usually what causes my funks is just feeling like, I guess, a little bit of a separation anxiety is a good word to put it. Um, just because you love being around those people and then you're all of a sudden pulled, up, pulled away or separated and then you're anxious to see them again. So I feel like it's a little bit of that, uh, but also it's just really hard to transition between, between cities and not feel like you're missing that person or missing those certain friends and family uh, that you're so accustomed to seeing frequently. So that being said, that's usually what some of my funks are caused by. Um, other times funks can happen for various reasons. It could be you're, you're just feeling like there's too much repetition or in this could be in your job and your life. You could feel like you're not being challenged mentally, emotionally, physically, like you're not growing. If that makes sense. Um, it could be, you know, you're bored. Maybe you're doing the same thing over and over again. You feel like every day is the same. Like you feel like you're stuck in, I think it's Groundhog Day is the movie where you're, you're stuck in this essentially loop. So that could be something. Um, another time funks are just caused by just not being happy in general, not really liking what you're doing, not liking, you know, where you're living or how you're spending your days or how you're spending your time or who you're spending it with. Those are all things that can attribute to a funk. And believe me, I have gone through many of those funks and they really suck when you're going through them. But the cool thing is when you can identify when you're going through a funk and start to pull yourself out. It's almost like 
someone who's like swimming and drowning, like drowning hard, and you toss them a lifeline, you're like, friend, let me help you out. So that's essentially what I'm going to be doing, not just for you, but like for myself, because I have to use these tools and these tactics when I get home, uh, because if I don't, I know I'm going to be in a blue funk for a couple of days. And even if I think about it, um, you know, as I'm on my way back to Ottawa, I did not want to record any episodes for this podcast because I was so over it. Uh, truthfully, I had the worst week at school that I have had yet. And that's not just academically. Like I, I performed very poorly on my part for testing. Um, but I also just felt like a really shitty student and felt like I had no confidence. So that being said, I sat down this past weekend and I rehashed all of my study tactics and techniques and tools that I'm using. And so that was one way that I started to pull myself out of the funk. But when I got in the car this morning, I was, I said to myself, I'm like, I'm either going to cry or I am just going to be in a bitter, bad, sour mood the entire way back home because I was kind of, I am dreading this week a little bit just because I feel like I haven't had much time to myself. So that being said, if you're like, Lindsay, what the, what, like, what the heck? Like you're never in a funk or you know, it never seems like you're in a funk. Like you seem fine right now. I am in the midst of a funk people, midst of a funk. But these are tools that I use to help me pull myself out. And again, if you are like, what is that background noise? Or you know, like, why did I hear a car horn? I am driving hands-free, thankfully. So it's super safe that I'm doing this. But if you hear any weird sounds like these, it's just because Toronto is messy. Anyhow. Without a further ado, let's get into the funkiness and what to do about it. So if you're like me, I like to be organized and I like to know what's coming down the pipeline. I like to know when I have events. I like to know when I have deadlines. I like to know when I have projects coming up or meetings and, and all of this. It needs to be scheduled for me. Otherwise, it does not happen. So what I did when I got home on Friday was I took out my master like CEO calendar and my planner and my Google calendar. Yes, we work out of three different calendars and that's because some of it's personal, some of it's work, but I am, I am someone who needs to have things scheduled by the hour. I need to have my big tasks that I'm doing on a daily basis written in my planner. And then I also need to be able to see a couple months ahead at a time so that I, I know that I am progressing on the timeline in which I need to be. So that being said, I sat down and I started to plan out what I had coming up for the next couple of months. And I started looking at items that I could say no to because they either didn't fit the new, um, the, I guess the new path that my business is going on. And therefore I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be a bit of an energy sucker. Maybe I should wait on this one because it's not actually going to reap a ton of benefit for me at the moment. So I started looking at things that I can cross off and take off my plate. Then I started looking at things that I could pass off or ask for help with. And that's, again, if you're like a mom or, yeah, if you're a mom or you're in a relationship and you have a partner and, you know, you want some help cleaning the house or you want some help doing the yard work, because I know that it's not just ladies listening to this, but you can see if there's other ways that you can get some help to handle some of the, the workload that you feel is on your plate right now. So things starting to pass off. And then I looked at things that I could start to batch together. And this is where it's a little bit different for me because I can, I work for myself, which is awesome. But at the same time, it kind of sucks because you can, you can get in those cycles where you never just, you don't stop working and you just keep going and going. And, uh, this weekend is one of them where I was like, oh, right. It's a long weekend. Or, you know, someone will say like, oh, enjoy the, enjoy the long weekend. And I'm like, oh, right. I completely forgot about it because you just keep working. So 
I started to look at things that I can batch together and I made sure that I was batching my study sessions so that there were long full days. I was batching the content that I'm creating. So whether that be, you know, uh, I'm in the middle of creating a, uh, a nutritionist guide to shopping at Costco um, and it's filled with all my favorite Costco superfoods. But if I am creating one piece of content, like a workbook or something like that, it makes more sense for me to continue on that cycle and just to continue to create content and to get in that flow or that state of, state of genius or the genius zone or whatever it's called, zone of genius, that's what it is. If you've read, um, there's a couple awesome books that talk about being in that zone. And uh, it's a little bit easier for me than going back and forth between school and work and school and work and coaching clients because then it's just hard to create a rhythm and create a stream and then you get, you get into it and you get excited um, and you can just keep going. So that's kind of how I started to look at things was I sat down with my calendar. What can I take off? What can I ask for help? And then what can I batch together? And it can be something as simple as like groceries, you know, you're going to do on a Thursday evening, maybe instead of going on a Saturday morning when the grocery stores are going to be packed and you're going to spend twice as long in lines and trying to get everything. So that's an easy way you can save yourself some more time. So first thing I always do when I'm in a funk, I look at what I have coming up because usually my attitude or my enthusiasm towards whatever is on my calendar typically justify or not justifies it typically will communicate why I'm stressed it'll be like oh gosh you have this event coming up and you don't really want to go because x reason right so first thing I do when I get in a funk look at my calendar what can I take off what can I pass off and then what can I ask for help with and what can I batch together second thing that I do this is a routine that I do every single morning um, I always water my diffusers and I fill them with super uplifting oils so when I say water the diffusers I treat them exactly like plants they need to be watered they need to be aired and they probably need some sunshine especially when they're drying if they're, you're cleaning them out but I always fill them with water and then depending on what mood I'm in so if I'm in a really sour mood and I'm like oh I'm, I'm really down I'm not feeling so hot and just like having one of those days where you're like why usually that's when I'll start to head towards citrus oils and a little bit of peppermint or I could do a combination of frankincense and citrus bliss and some lemon or I can do some sandalwood and some lemon and lime like those are all great combos but I usually go for something that's super uplifting and a little bit energizing because every time I walk around my apartment in my room I feel so like upbeat and energetic and happy and even if you're having one of those days where you're like, seriously, like what the funk? It at least helps to take off a bit of that tension and to make sure that you're not as short fused as you might be coming off to others as. So if you tend to be like a little bit snappy and getting short with people because you're so irritated and you're in, the, again, this awful funk, something to look at is choosing uplifting oils. So if you go back to the other uh, episode that I published, I talked about five essential oils that I never leave the house without. One of which is my kids' collection. It's the Brave Oil, and it is practically all wild orange, a little bit of coconut oil, and there's a couple others in there, but it is the most upbeat, cheery, and just, I love the smell of it. Um, and it just makes you be a brighter, bubblier, and happier person. And I love it, especially when I'm in a funk, because it just kind of helps pull me out of that hole and be like, Lindsay, your life is fantastic, right? Like you have food, you have water, you have like a roof over your head, and you have fantastic friends and family you have nothing to complain about and it kind of just helps me to put things in perspective of being like okay like there's so many opportunities that are lying ahead don't be such a miserable being that you forget to see all that you have so really really helpful when it comes down to that 
Third thing when I'm in a funk is I make sure that I am planned for the week. So it, this kind of ties in with my first, um, my first uh, point that I made. But this is more meal prepping and snacks and making sure, for example, if I am if I'm trying to do more of like a macro-based diet, right? So I'm tracking my protein, my carbs, and my fat, things like that. I like to make sure that it's pre-logged for the week so I have an idea of what I'm having, an idea in terms of what gaps I need to fill. So if I'm like, oh, I'm a little bit low on protein, I need to find something to fill it with. I'm like, okay, tuna, chicken, eggs, like what am I doing? Um, if I am doing like a cleanse or a uh, could be some sort of like community program, uh, which is what we are prepping for September, which is very exciting. I want to make sure that I have all of those recipes prepared. So point number three that I like to do is I make sure I organize myself for the week so I know where I'm going, what I'm eating, what I'm doing, um, and I just make sure that I have food prepared accordingly. So that way I don't have to stress and worry about it and I can save myself some energy and some time throughout the week and just really focus on the tasks at hand. Okay. So the fourth thing that I always do is I prioritize self-care. Oh, self-care is super important. When I think about it, I used to be like, oh my gosh, self-care is so selfish. Like, you know, you don't need to go to the spa. You don't need to go and get facials. You don't need to go and get like a massage or osteo or whatever it be. Um, I was like, date nights? No, like only, only people who hustle get what they want and that it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, I am a sucker for burnout and if you saw my Instagram stories, I think this was like a couple weeks now ago or so, uh, I was actually crying. I was like, I feel so overwhelmed. I feel burnt out. I feel like a wire that's just kind of like sparkling at the end because you have nothing left to give and you're just tired all the time. So I also found out I have really low iron, which could, it, which is a contributing factor. However, I make sure that I prioritize self-care. So if you look at my calendar, you'll see self-care first thing in the morning and first thing in the evening. And the first thing in the morning is my routine of dry skin brushing. I water my diffusers. I put on my oils on my body. I make coffee and then I'll sit down and I'll look at my day um, at a glance. And that's just to make sure that I have everything that I need, that I'm on, I'm on task and that I have um, a clear outline in terms of what the day is going to bring. Then, um, once I have my coffee, I'll either start studying or I'll start working depending on what I'm doing. But I like to have some sort of routine in place where I can, where I know how my day starts and I know it's starting off on a fantastic foot. Uh, then I have an evening routine and you'll see this in my calendar. It's called like evening routine. And my evening routine is the kind of the reverse, um, you know, put oils on, put my diffusers on, I'll make a cup of tea and then brush my teeth, do my hair, uh, and take off any makeup and things like that. But the evening routine is awesome because it signals to me and my body that we are winding down. You know, I take my magnesium, I take whatever supplements that I forgot to take during the day. And I really just start to, again, calm, calm down, center, and get ready for a good night's of sleep, uh, which is leading into point number five. If I am in a funk, it's usually because I didn't get a good night worth of sleep. And that's the first thing that I prioritize. So when I get home and I'm back in Ottawa, like I said, not in the bestest of moods at the moment, I'm going to make sure I get to bed at an early time tonight. What that means is I'm not falling asleep with Netflix on and my laptop beside me because it's very easy to date your laptop. Uh, it means that I am not up on my phone late at night scrolling through Instagram or responding to messages or emails, like all of that can wait. But it means that I am in bed, I've taken my magnesium about 30 minutes before I hit the bed or hit the pillow. I'm maybe sipping on a cup of tea. I have all of my sleepy time oils on me, which I'll do an episode on later. Um, and then I have, again, 
complete darkness in my room. So great for melatonin production, but also for, again, starting to sync up circadian rhythms because your body can identify and say, oh, we're getting ready for bed now. And then I make sure that I have uh, whatever diffuser on beside me and I am probably cozied up either with a textbook or with a book in hand. But I need to make sure that I prioritize those elements of self-care, sleep especially being one of them. Otherwise, it's really easy to stay in a funk for long periods of time because your body is just, you're upset and then you're not really giving it what it needs, which is good food, lots of water, a little bit of exercise, some sunshine and some good sleep and your mood will change completely. So now that I've covered those five points, uh, other things that I like to do is I just make sure that I have dates with my friends planned in my calendar and I make sure that, you know, you're reaching out and you're staying in touch and, and just kind of taking the time for yourself, but also connecting with others that you truly love to be around. Um, and then if I ever need some sort of motivation, I'll listen to a podcast, I'll listen to a audiobook, I'll listen to my favorite songs. Um, I forgot the one that I'm listening to right now. It's the one by, uh, oh, it's On a Roll by Miley Cyrus. It's incredible, but I'll listen to that over and over again, put on my oils and just make sure that I'm in the most bright, bubbly mood possible. Um, but the other thing I know is that funks are temporary and it's usually just a, like a wave of period or some sort of, yeah, wave, um, wave or period that doesn't last for too long, but it can last for a couple days or so. And Yes, those days can be super uncomfortable, but usually it starts to pull out things that you need to start paying attention to because if the funk is happening over and over and over again, there's likely something going on under the surface that you need to address, or it might be something that you're currently doing, like you know, a job, a, a job, a relationship, a volunteer project, or something that you're not really enjoying anymore that you need to kind of shift out of or start to look in terms of what you can be doing instead or how you can improve it or ways that will allow for you to continue to grow in that same position, relationship, situation, things like that. So I hope this helps all of you guys when it comes to funks and getting out of them and just recognizing that everyone goes through them and it's something that doesn't last forever, but it's important that you experience it. It's also important that you realize why they're occurring. And for me, I know that my funks aren't going to go anywhere anytime fast because I have another two and a half years at least of bouncing between all the three cities. But I do know that when I am in a funk, it doesn't last forever. And I have those five tools and techniques that I just listed for you guys that I always use when I'm in need. And it usually pulls me out within a couple of hours or so and it completely changes my perspective. When in doubt, I just sit in the sun and I'll have a conversation with my mom or my, my best friend on the phone and usually it all just starts to kind of melt away. And I hope that you can use the same tools and techniques to help you the next time you are feeling a little bit of funkiness and feel like it's just not going to pass. So I hope you all have a fantastic day. I will see you on Instagram. If you haven't followed me, please do. It's at Lindsay Mustard. Uh, Lindsay with an A and mustard like the condiment. Uh, I share daily recipes, inspiration, and a ton of healthy behind the scenes tips for everything from making a fantastic green smoothie to making an enormous salad for your family. And I share recipes all over my stories. So great place for some nutrition nuggets, um, but also a great way to see some of the behind the scenes of my life and how I try to manage being in student or being a student and working full time and trying to run a business, which sometimes ends with some comical stories, uh, but most of the time it works out. All right. I will talk to you guys on the next podcast. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day.